millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to the Beer Ladies podcast. I am Lisa and I am your host today. And I am joined today by Christina and Katie. Hello, ladies. Hi. Uh, and we, 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 we await uh, Tandy's return from South Africa. It's not going to be much longer now. So fingers crossed we'll have her back soon. But before we dive into this week's episode, we want to do our, our usual spiel. We are on all of the socials at Beer Ladies Pod. We really appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, sharing, but we're on Twitter, we're on Mastodon, we're on basically everything. We're on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, you already know we're on YouTube, so hello. Uh, But of course, we're basically everywhere. You can go to our link tree to find out more, find ways to support us. We really appreciate that. We love it. But uh, having said all of the usual things, uh, this is going to be another one of our kind of, we were calling kind of a meditative episode where we're just going to sort of freeform on a beer-related topic, um, because we found out that not only do we enjoy these, but you listeners seem to enjoy these too. So that's good feedback. We like that. Um, And this week, we're going to talk a little bit about beer and seasonality and, you know, what happens when you drink something out of season, or are there things that you really, really look forward to in a particular season, or is it really kind of based on mood or even just the weather that day? Um, And we were talking a little bit before we started about uh, just you know, it rains a lot here in Ireland. Sometimes, like Christina, you're saying, you just need that Guinness because that's, you know, for the day, you know, the day that's in, that's in it, all good. So, but before we get into all of those things, we're going to do our usual, what you drinking? So Katie, let's start with you. So today I am drinking, I feel like, I feel like, um, what was it? Stars in your eyes. Today, Matthew, I'm going to be whoever. <laughs> Christina's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking oh. KPA Kinsale Pale Ale from Black's Brewery. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Excellent. It's very, it's very, it's uh probably technically not the right season, seeing as uh yeah. we've got a sub-zero temperatures coming next week. But uh hey. I refuse to believe that. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll believe it. we'll believe the snow when we see it. <laughs> oh. Lovely little beer. There we go. Absolutely. And that's something we'll come back to, too. Are there things that are just perfect for every season? So definitely we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that and come back to it. But Christina, what do you have? Well, I'm, I have one beer that I think Lisa might also have. So <laughs> I brought two beers um, just to demonstrate 
um, the differences in seasonality and like contrast. So I actually had this one a couple of weeks ago. So this is the dead center seat time. And I actually just noticed that they have a best before date, which is um, March 15th of this year. So just really <laughs> close. <laughs> um, and then uh, Trouble Brewing's Pumpkin Ale or Pumpkin Brew. And I have thoughts on the seasonality of this that might not be what everyone else's thoughts on the seasonality of this. So I'm excited <laughs> to talk about them as we get on. Oh, definitely. And and yes, as, as you uh, suggested, I also have a trouble pumpkin brew. Uh, certainly not because I was hoarding them late last year. Nothing, nothing to do with that. That would be crazy. Um, but again, it is something that I do look forward to every year when it comes out, uh, whether it's the trouble one or other things kind of along those lines. So maybe that's where we'll start is we'll just kind of think, are there certain styles or certain particular beers where you just really look forward to it every year and maybe because it's it's because it's not around the rest of the year or maybe it is and you just know it's a new fresh batch but you know what what are your thoughts on that and katie we'll, we'll start with you because you look like you've got thoughts have thoughts oh, look i don't look as forward to the pumpkin beer <laughs> every autumn as you do but around the same time of year i do look forward to the new Oktoberfest yes beers. oh I just when they're fresh Definitely. and they're new and you know that they've literally just been bottled in the past month and and brewed and bottled and they just taste delicious and I do I do look forward to them every year uh I love them definitely oh. Definitely. Yeah. Always here for, for a good fest beer. And like you say, when it's fresh, it makes such a difference. I mean, you could certainly have it year round. We're not saying don't do that, but it really is a special thing when they, you see the shiny new bottles. Yeah. And shelf. I will, I will go out of my way to try and get them, you know, just because they're nicer, the fresher they are, if you can get them really, really fresh. So that would be definitely one season seasonal beer that I like and another one we lived in Oregon and when they do the wet hops when they do the hop harvest yeah. and they have the wet hops if you go to any of the microbreweries around there they're really nice because that's so fresh as well yeah I definitely I look forward yeah. to that time of the year too because it mightn't be my favorite style but you know I will imbibe a, an IPA every now and again or 10 you know <laughs> <laughs> but you're right that that freshness does make a difference and I I'm, I feel like we may be coming back to this as a, a theme uh, again and again but I, I feel like we really only have the Ballykill Cabin one with the hops they grow there at the farm um are there I, others that we can think of there's uh Wicklow Wolf, Wicklow Wolf. oh the Wicklow, Wicklow Wolf one yes good Wicklow. good shout. yeah yeah. Do can canvas as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah. You might not always be able to get them, but maybe that's just us saying, oh, make sure you get them. Uh, you won't see them long. So I'm trying to think who else. It's I'm definitely sure there harder. Are others here. And I just like my brain is just like, yeah, it's definitely harder here. There's just not the same, you know, you, you can't really grow hops well here. So it's just not the yeah. same scale that you have in an Oregon or uh, you know, Washington or, or even up in British Columbia, just, you know, you have so many amazing, you know, fresh hop, wet hop beers that time of year. And, oh gosh, and you're right. It's just, it's a completely different thing. Even if you're not a big fan of that normally, it really does make a difference if it's, especially if it's a good year. So. Definitely. How about you, Christina? And um, well, I'm going to talk about the, the pumpkin beer. Oh, the never, pumpkin. never a bad time to talk about pumpkin beer. Yeah. So um, I have many conflicting feelings about this. So obviously, <laughs> I'm obsessed with the pumpkin ale. 
Um, I do think though, there is something special about it only coming out at a certain time of year. Um, I, I like to have that to look forward to every year. Yeah. Um, now, however, for me, Halloween season, spooky season starts in September and it runs from September to November. It's two months. Um, but I think pumpkin brew for me is also uh, a Christmas beer. So for mm. me, it, I have it from um, September through the end of December. And that's kind of when it stops for me, because I think, you know, pumpkin pie is also like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas thing. So like the 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 sort of winter warmer flavors that you can get in pumpkin ales are very much also a Christmas thing for me, um, not just a Halloween um, or like harvest kind of a thing. So for me, the season of pumpkin ale is perhaps longer than the season is for other people in particular here. It's very much in Ireland associated with Halloween and Halloween only. Um, whereas I think in the US, it does extend itself a bit longer, yeah. definitely into November and from some people probably well into December. Um, but yeah, I do really like just having it kind of at that time of year. It makes it something really special. I like having the thing to look forward to. It's like the same thing with spooky season. I just look forward to all the fun things and I try to keep them within it. I have kept this one. I kept <laughs> some of them to drink over Christmas, but I've kept this one because I like to compare uh, last year's to this year's. Um, and I've never been able to do that before because I always drink all this. <laughs> this year I was like yeah I'm gonna keep one to try and I know people are gonna be like Christina it's gonna be old by then it's not gonna be as good fair but I just want to do it for science hey nothing wrong with the vertical tasting I you know here for that but I think you're absolutely right because to me as well there's there's a lot of sort of similar flavor profiles in a pumpkin beer that you would find in a winter warmer I think there is a lot of you know crossover in the middle of the Venn diagram there and I think that's another example too, even if, you know, we did our winter warmer category back when it was properly winter, but I, I think there's that, you know, that is something that I'm like, I do look forward to that, but I don't want it the rest of the year. That is one no. where it's just, just that very narrow band, you know, whereas I'm kind of in the pumpkin beer, I can go a little broader with that, but that specific yeah. kind of winter warmer kind of thing, especially if it's spiced, it's like, nope, this and no further. Love it when it comes out, yeah. but that's yeah, sick of it. You wouldn't yeah. really want it sit in in the back garden on a nice summer's day. You want it no. by the fire, you know, when you're all cozy and wrapped up and it's warming you from the inside out. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and of course, speaking of the those summer things, I know again we were chatting before we started recording, but hands in the park. This might be sort of a unique Irish thing, but that. You know, that is something to look forward to. Very seasonal. Let, let's talk a little bit about Cans in the Park. What does it mean and what are the best beers for that kind of just relaxing in the brief sunshine? I think Cans in the Park are, are, are limited. I think you can probably do it all year round in other places, but in Ireland, <laughs> you don't get the weather and yeah. the ground is soggy and mucky. Uh, so you have to wait for the ground to dry out enough so you can sit on it. Yeah, uh, or bring one of those blankets that's got the the sort of insulated uh, backing. But yeah, yes, well, I do like to be prepared, and I have brought my picnic <laughs> blanket along. <laughs> um, what's the best? Something light and mm. sessionable. Yeah. You don't want something heavy for cans in the park. No, cans in the park always lead somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a start. It's not a finish. Yeah, yeah, and it, it is usually the start of a session. 
<laughs> long session. No, like um, as an immigrant here, like one of the first things I learned, well, learned about was Cannes in the Park. And it is one of my favorite Irish experiences. I'm obsessed with Cannes in the Park. What could be a better thing to do than sit outside and gorgeous weather we have in the summer and drink cans with your friends. Um, big bag of cans with the lads. Like it's just one of my favorite things about being here. One of the, my favorite things about the culture here. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed, obsessed. Love it. Do it every summer, spring. Gonna do it for the rest of my life. Favorite thing. Love oh, it. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Why doesn't that happen in the now? It does happen in Europe. I know this because I've done cans like by the lake. In it's Germany. illegal. Well, it's technically is it is it legal in Ireland? I mean, I mean well, didn't Leo come out uh, during lockdown and say it was fine? I don't know. But see, the thing is, in the U.S., it's illegal, and in, it's illegal in that we're going to charge you, and you're going to have a fine at a minimum. Some places, it's more than a misdemeanor, and you can get in a lot of trouble. So it's something, it's like, in Ireland, it seems to be one of those things where it's like, it's a guideline, as long as you're not acting like an utter, you know, gobshite no one's gonna care you know like I've literally had a can in front of a guard and they don't no one cares because you're not acting like an idiot right but exactly in America no (laughs) you've got a can (laughs) fine yeah yeah and that's I think there's a there's a code of honor about the cans in the park because you don't want you know you don't want to be that person causing a problem that's not you know that's not you don't want to screw it up for everybody so you're you you should be on your best behavior I mean best best behavior but like don't 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 fuck it up for the rest of us (laughs) and I do think that you you will get you won't get I don't think you'll get arrested you might get moved on if you're causing a bit of aggro yeah but other than that yeah I I I don't know I haven't seen guards taking even alcohol off you they're just like here don't be doing that here now in front of me (laughs) yeah (laughs) Exactly. Even though you've all, you know, we all have literal bags, let's say a big bag of cans, like we have the whiplash one and, you know, others, others out there. So uh, it, again, it's just part of, part of the culture. No one's weird about it. And again, if you are, you'll be, you know, your friends will tell you, don't, don't be that guy. Yeah. 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 No, I I love it. It, And, and, and it's absolutely like Katie said, like, I want a light beer. I want a sessionable beer. I want a, like a lager, like even beer that I wouldn't, necessarily go for in the pub maybe stuff that doesn't even have that much going on yeah something really really simple clean good but it doesn't have to be like the best beer ever just cold and crisp and I'm happy bunny like yeah absolutely something that like you say you can have a few of you're not going to be causing a problem you want it to be laid back but just you know nice flavor you know perfect for out with friends I think that there is a little bit of a crossover to it at least for me with kind of you know, I would say football beer, like you might have at, you know, at, yeah. US, at a tailgate or that kind of thing. And I mean, you know, soccer, football, I don't understand the other kind. It's, it's not my thing. But, <laughs> um, but again, like, I feel like, you know, you're having some lo- just lovely low key loggers or sometimes really good loggers, but they're going to be, you know, so, sort of 4% or under, you don't want to be, you know, having, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, six and a half, seven percent loggers, because you'll be a mess by the time you either get into the stadium or, you know, get to the park or wherever you're going. So I think there's a lot of crossover with that where, you know, if I'm in a stadium or about to go into one, nothing wrong with a Carlsberg or, you know, something that's just 
you know, very straightforward, all, all good. It's all about kind of time and place with that kind of thing. But. And I also think, and this might be slightly gone, sours. I know sours for me are good bag of cans, uh, beers. Um, when it's warm out, sours. That's a really good call. Yeah. Sours, sours, sours. Yeah. Nice goza. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I will say perhaps not the super complex ones, like an Udbrun or like a Flanders Red, I might push more into like autumn or fall. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Same thing. Autumn or winter. Um, Although I'll drink them all the time because I love them. But for me, like outdoor drinking is more of like, yeah, like a goza or something, you know, kettle sour, even like a creek, like other lambics are fine, but it just, there's, there is a there's a line because it's yeah. much better if it's a can, right, yeah. than a bottle. So that's another thing to take into consideration. Yeah. You really want the can, something that tastes good out of a can, that really easy to transport, easy to recycle. You don't want glass. Yeah, definitely. And then if it's warmed up a little, it's still fine. You know, you don't want something mm. that you have to really think about looking after. Yeah. Um, you know, that can be a lot of work. And that that is a reason I wish, and I've seen more of late, but like, Radlers, shandies, things like that. Great for a cans in the park kind of thing. There's still a lot that are in bottles, more in cans of late, but love that kind of thing where you can just, you know, be relaxing, enjoying something that's very low key, but very refreshing. And, uh, you know, it's all about the sun. I love this where, you know, where it's March in, in Ireland and we're like, sun, sun, as if we're seeing a lot of it, but, uh, you know, it is what it <laughs> well, is. It, well, yeah, honestly, this is another thing that I adopted um, when I moved here was the fact that uh, February marks the start of spring um, yeah. with, with with Invulc and Bridges Day. And now, like, my, my brain just like, yep, it's spring now. And it's really helpful, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, because winter is really dark. And so the idea is like, oh, I've tricked my brain is like, oh, it's spring. And my brain is like, okay. And things just seem brighter and sunnier and 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 whatever yeah. and I'm probably and you do. effect I don't care <laughs> there's um there's an old Irish saying that I can't remember in Irish but it was from is it yeah from the 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 winter solstice the days get longer by the length of a chicken's foot have you hey. heard that one no I bet it sounds better in Irish I bet you're right yeah <laughs> It, I can't I remember my 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 primary school teacher used to say it oh because you know the grand stretch in the evening right yeah right, so. <laughs> my god which we're gonna oh. hear it's coming soon yeah it's, it's, it's already started uh, yeah it probably has yeah. already grand. started hasn't it it was grand. bright till what five o'clock near it's I, nearly I after know. five o'clock and it's noticeable now, like I'm really noticing it. And it like, I can feel my, like my, my mental health being a little bit better because it's like, woohoo. Cause um, if you're not from Ireland, it's like light here in summer to like 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's there, there's a whole, yeah. The sun won't set type of a thing. Yeah. And if, if, if like me, you're, you know, take a small child to football practice twice a week when it gets lighter at night, when you're like, oh, it's six o'clock, seven o'clock and it's not dark. You're just like, amazing it's you know it definitely makes makes a difference and of course any child in a primary school here will tell you you know spring begins on the first of february it just does that's facts so, that's what we, that's what i was taught in school and then you're yeah. like oh but meteorologically speaking uh, it starts no, I, on the first and you're like ah go away eh. yeah gob, shy, yeah i'm not, I'm not exactly. allowed to have any of those arguments <laughs> no i'm just told that first of feb there's no 
no discussion. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of some people like will think Ireland is actually quite high latitude. Yeah. Is it lat- yeah. yeah, latitude wise, like it's up there with God, where it would be more like Vancouver than. Yeah, it, it definitely. It's definitely is much... it above higher than Vancouver. I'm not sure. I think it might be about about Vancouver because it's definitely, you know, certainly much further north than people think about people in Boston think, oh, it's like us. It's not. No, we're further north. We're further north. Oh, you're going to we're going to do science on this. We'll give you we're going to look at a map. We're going we're going to look it up. What's what's Ireland's latitude? So, yeah. So like we can I I suppose we're not as extreme as as the Scandies, you know, right. But we're not far off. We're not far off either. So. I mean, we can just be thinking now there's a wonderful wedding present song called I'm from further north than you. So just you know, have that in the back of your mind. <laughs> Google it if you don't know it. Um, but uh, OK, yeah, OK, we're, we're getting we're getting our science. What is it? Yeah, Christina? it looks like it's yeah, it's firmly in Canada. What's yeah. the number? Does it have the number for our latitude? Let me look. Oh, we should really have to have discussed this before the podcast and done our research. There uh, you go. We'll we'll get we'll get comments. We'll get comments saying, yeah, it's, no, it's this and not that, but it'll be it'll be fine. Feel free to comment and say no, you're much closer to this. So But even even though we are so far north, there are people who swim all year round. There absolutely are. Yes. No. I, I have a couple friends who get in get in the sea every day. So Yeah, I'm if I live closer to the sea, I think I might do that. And uh, while I would not consider a beach beer in the winter, I might consider a beach beer in the summer. That is a wonderful segue because there's a complete, you know, category for me of, you know, beach beer, poolside beer. But first, Christina, you got to report back. Oh, I, I have nothing. It's it just, <laughs> I'm falling down rabbit holes. Okay. Okay. The GPS coordinates of Ireland are latitude of 53.1424 degrees north and a longitude of 7.6921 degrees west. So we're 53, 53.7 degrees north. Okay, there you go, everyone. That's where we are. There you go. How are we compared to you? <laughs> Basically, you tell yeah, us. Exactly, you tell us. Okay, so beach beer, poolside beer, holiday beer, because again, probably different from what we would have in a pub. Um, I know for me, some of my favorites are like having been lucky enough to have, have gone to Hawaii a couple times. Like some of the beers you get there are not things I would go for, although they do amazing brown ales there. Just gonna put, point this, you know, sort of uh, plant this flag. Brown ales, Hawaii, beautiful. But there are a couple of just like really nice blonde ales, which are not normally my thing, but sitting by a pool, like, like we're talking about cans in the park. That's just, just so nice. Or, or again, a couple of different kinds of sours, maybe with some lemon or lime or tropical flavors, like all, all good. But yeah, Christina, Katie would love to hear your kind of beach beer, holiday beer feels. Uh, Because I'm not used to the heat and I get, (laughs) I drink a lot it would have to be fairly low alcohol yeah like I'm saying four and under oh yeah I if agree. I can get it and yeah n- anything really nah <laughs> lager, like a night Mexican lagers yeah you know yeah. nice refreshing definitely. lagers definitely yeah and Those I would say are- too yeah oh lo- yeah any kind of good lager or some of the things that are veering toward like they might be like a cocktail but much lighter like you're saying so you're not you know having something that's super strong but you get some of those tropical flavors maybe but uh we're not talking oh. to pastry stout no oh no 
no, no, no. I'm going like strawberry daiquiri cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Not exactly. beer related, you know, by the pool. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, to be honest with you, I know everyone's going to be, I'm definitely more of a cocktail girly on holidays, especially like poolside. I want to drink out of a fruit. <laughs> yes. I, I want as many, I want a fruit salad in my drink. I want it to also be a meal. Um, I, yeah. I, because I also like, I, I don't really like getting like super drunk when I'm like super hot, you know, because no, you get drunk no, too fast. It's not a stuff. good feeling. No. So I really like to have the cocktails because I can drink it slowly. It tastes nice. I'm getting also a lot of water. Um, I can tell them not to put super boozy in it, although they never seem to listen. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, <"What?" laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I know I'm I'm a big fan of of poolside cocktails, like you know, with the pineapple, and Definitely. sometimes they're out of a pineapple and pina coladas and oh, you know, all different kinds of of cocktails. I really enjoy them. I really, I really absolutely. Enjoy I love a good mai tai. That's always you know good times. I love mai tai. Yeah. Love margaritas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that what I would drink in a pub in Dublin on a night out is not what I would want by the by the pool. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no. It's like a, a di double uh, like an IPA or anything. Not really. No. No. Even it's a too much. Device. No. Too much. No. No. It's either it's either like you said, Katie. It's like a Mexican lager. It's something like really really light, like a lawnmower yeah. beer, yeah. as they call yeah. it in the U.S. Or it's a cocktail. Like and and to be honest with you, usually a cocktail. Um, if, yeah. if it's during the day, nighttime, we might get a little different, but definitely during the day, usually for me, it's a cocktail. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Mm, yeah, good, like beachside, poolside cocktail here for that, especially if you can just like, when they just bring them to you and you're just sitting in the chair, it's like, oh, it's lovely. Oh my gosh. Like, listen, I'm gonna, so on my honeymoon, we did, we were on a cruise and we did the unlimited um, booze package. <laughs> let me tell you I because I used I you didn't used to be a cocktail girly if you will believe but there I was able to try a bunch of different things that I was like I'm not paying you know 20 bucks for this whatever but here I can try it and if I don't yeah. like it I feel like I've wasted my money turns out I am in fact a cocktail woman I like the cocktails <laughs> And, you know, you it's, it's a funny thing. And we may have to make a whole separate episode about this because I had something similar where for ages, they, I just couldn't find any that appealed to me apart from like your basic stuff, like a G&T or, you know, that kind of thing. And only later did I have a sort of cocktail realization. I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of good stuff out there. But you're right. They can be so expensive. You have to kind of figure out what you're going to like. And yeah. yeah, like it's a lot of, I was like really afraid, like I'm going to spend all this money on this and I'm going to hate it. And then I'm going to drink it anyway because I feel bad, but then it's, I'm also right. going to feel like I wasted my money. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good if you go to a cocktail bar in a group and you go, yeah, I'm going to try this, but can we like mix and match if it doesn't, if it doesn't suit me? And because usually someone in the group is going to be like the garbage bin for cocktails. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'll drink that. <laughs> for sure. Hopefully, that's usually I, I feel like maybe we're going to go to Vintage Cocktail Club sometime oh, in the future. Oh. Yeah, or the Wine Pig. Manifest yes, that. for the Wine Pig. Mm, nice. For sure. Nice. Awesome. Definitely. 
But back to beer. So I'm thinking we've not even talked about saisons, like something that in theory is all about seasonality. But again, I feel like now, you know, like a saison de pont, just thinking about it, it's so perfect. You have it whenever you happen to see it, right? Like, but, you know, and I feel like we don't have the kind of, like, there's not an event where it's sort of specially released around here. Like when you see it, you see it and you might have one. Like, you know, when last time we were at the underdog, I was like, oh, saison de pont is on. I will be having that. But I feel like we don't Mm -hmm. have this kind of, oh, it's spring, I'm going to be having a saison that you might have in some places, so. Absolutely. Or, like, they used to do the Beaujolais Nouveau, mm. when, uh, you know, they did that in France, didn't they? And I don't know, October, Yes, because you always see the posters. Like, oh, yeah. the Beaujolais Nouveau, it's terrible. And you're like, oui. okay. Yeah. Oui. Yeah, although it's it's a funny thing, though. Like, I feel like it's it's maybe less tied to seasonality, but there's still kind of an event around certain beers. And I feel like we've moved away, though, from those sort of beer release events for the most part. I feel like that was a big thing like 10 years ago, but the one I know is still going on is when um, when Plenty of the Younger comes to Philly every year, a lot of, they, they do it as a kind of big event. You, you, you can kind of turn up and get your glass for charity. And I think it's, it's, it's nice though that at least there's still a kind of, um, if you like sort of altruistic part of it where, you know, you know, you don't have to stand in line and pay 25 bucks for this little glass of beer, but it's become sort of a, just a tradition and that I think, and you're still getting a great beer at the end of it, but I, I think, you know, people are sort of sophisticated enough about it now that it, they know it, they can get other things that are just as good, but it's still kind of an event. And I, I think there's something to that where it's still fun to, you know, meet people who, you know, are going to be there at a specific place. And I feel like we don't have as much of that. It'd be fun to see something like that. Like, I think like we have some good things happening with some of the crack beer meetups. So shout out to Brian for making those happen because I think that's where we're seeing some special releases and mm-hmm. things like that but I do feel like it's it's you know we're, we're a very sort of I don't want to say insular group of people who know about that but it might be nice if there were something like that that was that were a little bit broader where more people just kind of joined in the fun because you don't have to be a giant nerd you can just be a normal and come along to some of these things but for sure <laughs> definitely and I I really do think that you can be drinking the nicest beer in the world but if you're not with nice people and I it, it, sometimes it won't taste that good I think that you can be yeah. drinking a, a crap beer or a crap beer you know yeah <laughs> with with in really good company and and it it just tastes delicious because of your company and because of the situation and I think that that is um that can drive a lot of things as well rather yeah than- I get another perfect segue Katie is like what about just the atmosphere the event you know like you say it doesn't have to be the the beer doesn't have to be the thing it can be the people it can be the event the atmosphere and I think we've all had situations like that where we're like oh it was just so much fun and just so great to be with people and especially like just think back it's only a little over a year since pubs properly reopened here and it seems like we're we're normal you know in air quotes but you know think about that we there were months and months where you could not get a draft pint yeah Ireland Absolutely. Or you could get your takeaway Guinness and I'd be walking home with plastic cups trying not to spill them. And my poor hands, like you're trying to you know, get the foam off the top and not spill. But uh, you know, best laid plans never quite worked out. But yeah, I feel like it's very easy to get back and kind of, you know, getting blase by like, oh, well, there's only this or there's only that. And uh, but yeah, like think about how lucky we are to just have all these things, you know, on draft now that still waiting for them to be on cask. Just gonna say. 
But every episode, Lisa's going every to get time. her her cat box in. Yeah. Exactly. And you got brown ale in as well, so cask and brown ale. I've got, I've got two, I've got two of them. I've not said anything about mild <laughs> yet, but that that could come, that could come. Actually, it's March, so March mildness will be. Just, just saying, <laughs> just saying. Uh, there we go. So if yeah, if you're keeping points at home, you know everyone, you can take all the boxes. But uh, yeah, but yeah, Christina, thoughts about just kind of, you know, what makes what makes sort of just those occasions special beyond just that kind of beer or that, you know, style. Think, yeah, I think atmosphere is really important. Like that first beer you have after a long fucking week. You know what I mean? Like there's, even if it's not, it's not great. It just, yeah, it's so satisfying, right? Like you Definitely. can just, you can, and I know someone's going to, you can feel your body relax. <laughs> like you just, it's like, it's putting that punctuation mark at the end of your week. Yeah. Um, Not that, you know, like, it's it's like okay the stress I'm compartmentalizing that for now this is the weekend now I'm claiming this beer this is my Friday beer this is what's helping me separate this from this and I'm not talking about using it and getting you know wasted I'm just saying you know for me sometimes having that bullet point that period at the end of the week it just completely separates the two things for me and just changes my mindset it's like it's hitting that reset button you know yeah, it's saying work is done and then yeah absolutely and I think there's something really nice about that and it was the same thing like during COVID when we were having all the zoom conversations there was something really lovely about having that first beer online with your friends and talking and being able to sort of escape for an hour a couple hours on the yeah. Saturday and those beers were always really special to me and then I think especially then after not seeing everyone for so long when we were able to do that trip to Galway or when we were able yeah. to do that first cans in the park together those beers there were some of the best beers I've ever had I couldn't tell you what they were yeah, exactly. But, but they tasted so good because they I had them with you, you know, Absolutely. like and and I will treasure those memories, you know, Aww. like it, it it's absolutely for me, my friends and the company make a huge difference in how good the beer tastes. Like if I'm around a whole bunch of people I don't like or I'm uncomfortable, um, it could be the best beer in the world. And I'll be, and I will, you know, be like, oh, this is a good beer, but the experience that's around it is just, yeah, falls flat. Yeah, completely. How about you, Katie? Best beer? Ooh, I would have to say, and I, I was thinking about this because I was like, what's what's been your best? <laughs> now, not the best beer you've ever had, but the best beer you've ever had, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One of those memorable experiences. Yeah, and I was thinking, so. Um, I got a bus once, 2000, yes, it was, was it just after the, the millennium, 2000, January, I got up after my fourth year exams in college, I got a bus from Bussaris to Budapest. Oh, Bussaris is the bus station in <laughs> Dublin. <laughs> uh, via London and all across Europe and a ferry here and a channel tunnel there. And we got in and we had nowhere to stay. <laughs> we went to the tourist <laughs> office 
because this was like internet wasn't big yeah well, not yeah. not not here anyway then and um tourist office we found a hostel and we put our bags on and then we were starving and we went to a pizza hut <laughs> and they had a beer on tap which was like oh my god this is amazing they have beer on tap in the pizza hut because that we didn't have that in ireland at the time yeah. and uh, we were like oh my god this is the nicest beer we've ever drank <laughs> oh my god this is so beautiful and it was i still i don't i've never come across it and, and i had i actually googled it um, yeah. Just before this gold facile, it's called. It's, it's it's an Austrian beer in Budapest. I don't know. Okay. It says it's Austrian. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um. Oh my god, so nice, so nice. Oh, that was wow. And it was the whole situation where we were in exactly. And yeah. we had all done this trek of a journey and found our place to live, and we were starving, and we we're getting food, and it was just like it was just. And it was much nicer, I suppose, than the macros in Ireland, even mm. though it could it could have been a macro from Budapest, but it still tasted better, you know? Oh my gosh, that's that's absolutely true. And I, I was thinking about this too, and I, I realized, you know, ooh, you know, what was really, really good were, were um those first couple of beers after my second kid was born. Cause I get sorry, anyone who's been pregnant and had this whole thing where you're like, this is a long time. And it's not just beer, of course, there's many other things you get told you can't have very normal things. It Anyway, that's ice a whole cream. other discussion. Freaking ice cream from the, from the 99 machine. Just it's like, come what on. the fuck? All kinds of things, all kinds of things. But I, I even like kind of went back to my, you know, untapped to be like, what what did I have? Because I, I, I knew they, they would let you have a champagne in the hospital, but you couldn't have a beer because that would be like down market and gauche and, you know, anyway. But um, once we were out of the hospital, uh, you know, back uh, back home, there was a little bottle shop. And this is a sort of unique to Pennsylvania thing because complicated legal reasons. You you can't sell beer. Well, now you can sell beer in super, certain supermarkets, but before you can, it's all owned by the state. Look up the Johnstown flood. It's complicated, everyone. It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, but uh, I had a Yards Brawler at the little bottle shop. It's one of my favorite beers ever. It's a mild ding, ding, ding. Um, but there's a picture of, you know, me in the bottle shop with, you know, baby V in the carrier. And I've got my, I've got my beer and I'm just like, so happy to have this back. And again, it's not a super strong beer. It's low key. It's gorgeous, but like perfect for that occasion. And the fact that it's also one of my favorites, just, you know, all good, but it is the beer that I seek out every time we go back to the States and it's just gorgeous, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where when you haven't been able to have it for a long time, it's just so, so nice. And you just really savor that, you know, you don't have to go out and pound six other beers, you're just happy with, happy with the one. The hot dog I had with it was pretty good too, because you're also not allowed to have those, but <laughs> it's a thing. Go ahead, Christina. I, I do have a break from what I just said about um, drinking like light lagers and stuff on holiday and cocktails. So actually, I think the my favorite, one of my favorite beer experiences was I was on holiday in Lanzarote and it was at night and we popped into this really tiny Belgian beer bar. And what do I see on the menu, but West Flutter in 12. Oh, in Lanzarote. Wow. In Lanzarote. So the, I mean, the, the guy who owned it was Belgian. So okay. he had brought them, had brought them with him. 
And this little bar is like right on the ocean. So you can see, you know, stars, there's no one around. We're the only people in this like tiny little pub. I mean, tiny, tiny, tiny. So obviously I ordered the West Letter in 12. You know, he, he came out with a few little cheeses and oh. I just really have this like imprinted in my head, sitting there, listening to the waves come in. Not too hot, nice breeze, you know, no one's around and just having it be the most relaxing experience. I know that this is one of, you know, alleged, you know, supposedly the best beers in the world. And for me, it absolutely is, but I can't tell you where the beer starts and where the experience starts. Like to me, it's all wrapped up in this thing. So if someone tells me it's the best, I'm like, yes, absolutely. But it's also because of the experience, like the, you know, being able to just stumble into this random for us place it like wow you know how is this here this is wonderful chatting to the to the man who ran it and you know he was lovely and just kind of making that connection and talking about our love for Belgian beer and then just having this and it was just it was wonderful oh gorgeous what oh I love that that's such a good story and you're right it's about the atmosphere it's about just everything coming together Oh, lovely. I've also had Westy in sort of unexpected places, but it it wasn't as good as that. It was just, it was nice. It was fine. But that's the whole package. Love that. Now I want to go to Lanzarote again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think on that note, we'll begin to wrap up unless either you have other thoughts around sort of beer seasonality. And I think this will be good. Uh, we're going to shout out to Tandy, say, come back, comment. We want to know how it's different in the Southern Hemisphere are these feelings weird and different and strange? We would love to know more about that. So that might be a follow-up episode. You never know. Um, but with that, I'll say thank you for listening. Please follow us at Beer Ladies Pod. Find our link tree. We're on all of the socials. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.